Support for today's episode of Getting Grown comes from Form. Form is the first women's prestige hair care collection to celebrate beauty in all of its forms. Designed for all hair textures, the Form Collection minimizes guesswork and makes hair care simpler by offering personal regimens specifically designed for individual hair needs. Head to formbeauty.com forward slash sign up to take the Form Consultation and receive a hair care regimen that is unique to your styling preferences and lifestyle. That's formbeauty.com forward slash sign up. going on uh-oh not much man it is what besides it is. my phone what my phone went off and i usually am pretty good about putting it on silent but i'm here what's yeah. happening not much child the rent i know that the rent is always happening and then going, going down with the rent you got to have a j-o-b or a two or three honey like i got but I stay go- stay on my uh, on my multiple job, Jamaican shit. Every day I'm hustling. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. A mess. You're a total mess. Anyway, <laughs> I hope that everyone is doing well. Everyone, you know, is out here moisturized on the inside and the outside. Mm. And. Uh, your bills are paid and, and your scalp isn't itching. I just hope things are well <laughs> in your world because it's important. You know what I'm saying? To me that you all are doing okay. Lotion your soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. Because you could be as ashy as Kendu Isaacs. Have mm. you heard how ashy Kendu Isaac is? Is it Isaacs? Anyway, who cares? Yeah, Kendu Isaacs. I saw uh, Mary J's abs on um, the BET Awards last night and wanted to take all his affairs <laughs> to the Instagram, put all his business on that, on the Instagram. Have you seen the post? No. Let me go look at this. So one. did you watch the BET Awards? No, I did not. Give me the highlights. You're so, like, woke. Anyway. <laughs> um... There wasn't no nothing to really wait a minute. Highlight. He made his I mean, account, he made his account private. He did because I'm sure that the internet have been dragging him all day. Um, Mary got on stage and see she performed. Um, I think it was two songs from her her new album, and she looks great. Like Mary, you know, she's been in the gym. She's been Found working it. out. She had all of her. Assets were sitting up and standing up for Jesus. Her boobs looked great. Her butt was just, it was just a great, it was a great look for Mary J. And she sung a song about her divorce with Kendu. <laughs> Cause I mean, it's clear that that's what it was about. I don't even remember. I don't know the lyrics, but it was something about you took that bitch <laughs> um, <laughs> shopping in Europe or something. I don't know, but uh, I don't know the lyrics, but we all know what Mary's talking about. We all know what Mary's been going through. But Ken, Ken Du took to the interwebs mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. her, her her performance. The intro was forced and it's time for him to tell the truth. And he proceeded to say that he loved her no matter how she acted. And he don't know why she's playing it this way and acting this way. And he loves her always. And it was like, let me usher you to a seat to the section of the church 
where no one actually cares. <laughs> like, right. please, sir. Let me, can we just get you the nearest seat? I just don't understand. Like, I do understand. You know, ashy niggas gonna stay ashy. That's why I said lotion your soul. Kendu Isaacs has an ashy soul. And I said mm-hmm. never trust a nigga with light eyes. I mean that. Never. Never trust ne- a nigga. Never trust anybody with colored contacts and never trust a nigga with light eyes. You know what? That's got to be somewhere in the Bible. I'm going to search the scriptures. Somebody Google that and let me know. That's got to be written there in the word because that's just, they're just not to be trusted. Mm-mm. They're not. My sister Crystal always talks about people with the light eyes. But can do, can do. With the contacts. Child, especially if they're artificial. Yeah. Kendall is getting $30,000 a month in spousal support. So I couldn't imagine what would possess him to feel like he has a side. Let me tell it's time for me to tell the truth. Nobody wants to hear from you. What truth, nigga? You've been cheating for years. You've been cheating for years and we can't trust a nigga with light eyes. So I don't know what truth you're trying to tell. Kendall is also canceled. He's been added to the list with Tyrese, who was on the BET Awards last night with a short sleeve jacket. Yeah, he, mm. he had a short sleeve suit jacket on. It was like three quarters. I said, "What? What's happening? Was it cuffed? I don't think it was cuffed. It was like judged. Like you know how you like uh. judge up your sleeves, but not on no tuxedo jacket with a with a bow tie, sir. No, stop, Hold sir. On. No. See, this is what happened. What are you looking for? Oh, his his outfit. I need to see this, child. Would you don't believe me? No, I do. I need to just need to see it for myself. Oh, okay. Girl, no one has time. This is cute. Nah. Oh, Tyrese. He looks like a whole asshole. You know, he loves to roll his sleeves up, you know. Never trust a nigga who constantly rolls up his sleeves. Anyway, what else happened? What else were the highlights on the BET Awards? But yeah, the BET Awards, I mean, you know, it was four hours. Which is three too long. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead. There are no highlights. It was four hours and it was really long. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm at the age now where I don't know who any of the performers are. So it was a struggle for me to keep it keep up with who was performing what. I know Gucci performed with Chris Brown. I know the Migos performed and at one point they had on bubble coats. And then That's they okay. did Bad and Bougie. Yeah. And um I know that Tamar Braxton lip synced. Mm-hmm. I believe and it. everyone like and her produce. I mean, she sounded amazing. She just sung it last week. That's when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> sung it last week. She sound. I'm not saying that she didn't sing it. I'm not saying that she doesn't have the capacity to sing it. I'm just saying that last night she did not like she lit like she whatever she sung. She sung the hell out of it. She just sung it about six or seven days ago. Right um, somewhere else. Escape performed. That was a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tiny's foundation was actually like the color of her skin was amazing. I was very happy to so, see that because you oh know, God. yeah, Candy. She... Hmm. Uh oh, what did Candy do? I'm maybe Candy. You know how Candy? I said this on Twitter. Um, you know how Candy when she gets really emotional on the Housewives or whatever, she. she her, you know, when she gets emotional, her voice shakes. Yeah. Yeah. She must have been feeling some kind of way about the entire <laughs> performance. I don't know if it was nerves or what, but I was concerned. It was a lot. It sounded like, like 
running on a treadmill or singing into a fan. I don't know. I just wish that it was greater. She and, was on her mic. And Latasha, Latasha, her mic was so loud, Jesus. I said, mm. well, Lord, help the sound man because all the blend be damned, honey. She was <laughs> just like, I'm here to sing. I'm here to sing. He was like, well, we heard you, Tosh. Um, Turn me up in my headphones. He's like, no, sis. You don't need and no. Um, I don't really know. That Kaylani girl? No. SZA? SZA. SZA's. SZA performed. And um, they did a new edition, a tribute to New Edition, um, which was really nice. Chance the Psalmist. I mean, Chance the Rapper (laughs) got... um, Chance the Psalmist got the Lifetime Achievement Award, and I was so proud of him. I love it. I say it all the time. His black boy joy makes me happy. Chance Chance the Psalmist, listen, Chance thinks he's a rapper, but he is on a mission for the Lord. He doesn't even know it. Oh, absolutely. Um, A proverb is what he sings. Listen, I said Chance is all right with me. Uh, But yeah, those are pretty much it. Uh, Solange won an award. Remy Ma won an award. Yara Shahidi won like for like best young person. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know that was a category, but she did. Um, Beyonce they won an award, and Chloe. They did. Chloe and Halle accepted on behalf of Beyonce. Aww. Now I saw something on the Daily Mail today that said Beyonce had a boy and a girl. Is that officially released? No, I don't think so. I want these people to stop talking about things that they know nothing of. Um, but yeah, Please. I mean, BET Awards, BET Awards, you know, they BET. it was evident. It was the first BET Awards without Stephen Hill. And I want to say that I feel like that was clear. Okay. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth. Um, Leslie Jones hosted it and oh. she was on her journey, Jennifer Hudson, because she screamed from the back of her throat for the <laughs> entire four hours, like, For the full four hours, all 240 minutes, Leslie was hollering. Mm. uh, What her hair look like? It was so much annoying. What'd she do with her hair? Well, you know, it Leslie Jones. It was right there as Mm. it usually is. It was standing atop of her head at the very last. Her and you know what else troubled me? You know how most hosts, when you host a story, especially when you host a show that is 40 days and 40 nights long like the BET Awards, the host generally changes their clothes six times, right? Mm-hmm. Leslie didn't. She changed her clothes maybe like twice. Oh, okay. And it was a problem but for me personally because Leslie did a lot of sweating and perspiring. So I was wondering <laughs> if there was, you know, if, if, if everything was all right. Did she like perform? Did she like do a dance and a song? She didn't. She didn't. I think okay. she, I respected that she stayed in her lane and was very true to herself. She was just very loud in the process. Um, I mean, she didn't do a horrible job. Like, I wasn't offended. But if she didn't, I don't want to say that. I think she she could get better. She could get better. Okay. Um, I don't know that they'll have her back again. But if they did, I wouldn't be completely devastated. Okay. It wouldn't be like, oh, God. But... I, I think that it was her first award show, and for it to be her first, I don't want to say she did a horrible job. I really like Leslie Jones, so I don't want to like shade her. 
I do too. I, I, um, I actually like, I, I have a place in my heart for her. I just want her to stop doing that with her hair. Well, at the very last, the very last, um, I've seen when the very last time she changed her clothes, she put on this like orange pantsuit and she, they curled it. It was like, oh God, well, would you look at that? They threw some curls in it and doesn't it look so much better? Like, um, because <laughs> her very first outfit was like very like, like she's not a glamour girl at all. No, bless her heart. no. Um, no, and it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. She doesn't have to be like, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. She doesn't have to be cool. anybody who she's not, but cool. <laughs> you know, cool. she's totally true to herself and I respect that. Cool, Leslie. That's great. Congratulations. Shout out to you, Leslie. I was tweeting yeah. with a whole bunch of you blacks last night, so I know um, that many of you are watching the BET Awards as well. Let me know what your, th- your thoughts are. If I forgot anything, just throw it into... Um, the Getting Grown Pod Twitter mentions or hashtag us and we can keep the conversation going. But what were your thoughts on the BT Awards, guys? Jay can't stick with us because she didn't watch it. But uh, you guys let me know what you think. There's a table for everyone like me. There is. Um, but what did you do with your weekend, sis? How's life? What's going on in your world? Um... You know what? I'm actually going to get into it a little bit once we get into the kitchen table talk. So I'll save it. But outside <coughs> I'm here of that, for that, you know, I am. Um, yeah, I'm going to save all of it actually for kitchen table talk because I've had a gratuitous week. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the show because we have been talking about the BET Awards and I don't ever want to give ICOM that kind of grace. Um, no, not that much. Even though, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't want to block any blessings. Amen. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, um, <laughs> let us move on then. My sister's popping right now. Like. Thank you to everybody who has um, tweeted us, emailed us, continue to support, listen, spread the word, um, like, comment, rate. You can continue to catch us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, and wherever else you're listening, Google Play. I know there's been some um, requests for other yeah, platforms. Right. Um, we will look into that. We aren't really in charge of that, so we, right. you know, we can't just say put, put put us there. So you know, when you make those types of requests, we definitely hear them. But we just want to let you know that um, we don't have full control over that. Excuse me, I almost choked on my spit like my grandpa. But anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the graduation announcements. Shall we? The first graduation announcement is from Ayana Woolfork. Ayana says, hi, y'all. I'm a fan of y'all from Twitter, and I'm so glad there's a podcast to connect to, uh, to you guys. Y'all are important. Oh, thanks, girl. So I want to shout myself out because people keep telling me I'm special, and it's hard to recognize how fly you are when you're in the flame. Well, go ahead and be a, a philosopher, Ayana. Right? She said, it's hard to recognize how fly you are when you are in the flame. But now that I'm out, I'm reflecting on the journey my last five years has been. Long story short, it was a wild ride. But during that time, I managed to travel the world, learn a ton, and grow tremendously. My junior year, I became the first person from my school to be accepted to a 3-2 program and received my bachelor's in public health in 2016. 
20,000. Jesus Christ. My <laughs> bachelor's in public health in 2016. And this past May, I received my master's of public health in policy and systems management and secured a job in my field. Hey. Shout out to the HBCU grads and black grads out here making moves. We're here and we matter. Thanks, y'all. I really love the show. Um, Ayana. Thanks, Ayana. I'm Thank so you, sorry Ayana. that I can't read and messed up your uh, graduation announcement, but be that as it may, sis, you are out here with not one, but two degrees. And I am so proud of you because um, that's a- absolutely awesome. Congratulations. Absolutely. Congratulations, sis. Our next one says, praise the Lord, niggas. Hallelujah. LOL. <laughs> praise him. My name is Celeste, and I want to shout out myself for graduating this past May with a Master of Art degree in Communications, Digital, and Multimedia Studies. While working full-time, being a wife, mother to our seven-year-old, and pregnant at the same damn time, had our son two weeks Jesus. before graduation, and walked. Yes, you, you better walk. You better walk. That's a walk. You better walk. You better I walk. I truly enjoy listening to you all, and it helps me to pass the time while I'm delivering these people mail. I'm a letter carrier. Oh, come on, U.S. Postal Service, right? Rain, snow, sleet, and whatever rain, else they sleet, say. Snow or hail. There yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you all are doing, and feel like I'm right at the kitchen table with you all. Keep up the excellent work, ladies. Y'all are everything. You're everything. Celeste, come through with the degrees, walking, being pregnant, having a seven-year-old, having a husband. Like, come through with the come through. Congratulations, sis. Love it, love it, love it. Our next email says, hey, y'all, I want to give a good and hearty shout out or my sister's popping to my friend Taylor Johnson. Hardy, like chili. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor graduated <laughs> in May with her master's in social work from East Carolina. She already started her career with a job. She started earlier this month. Hashtag we don't waste time. I am so proud of her. Much love, Brooke, a certified member of Team Type and Fast. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you, and, Brooke. And congratulations, Taylor. Awesome. Yes. The next one says, praise the Lord, niggas. Hey, Jaden Kia. My name is Tiffany Walker from Richmond, Indiana. Yes, black people live here. I didn't even (laughs) know that place existed. So thank you for putting me on. And I truly love and enjoy your podcast. You had me hooked when you mentioned the theory of the magical Negro unicorn, which is me, especially at work on your first episode. Anywho, I wanted to give a shout out to my daughter, Carly, for completing the second grade with several awards, math, science, spelling, reading, confidence, determination, and a helpful helper award, to name a few. Girl, that's more than a few. That's dope. My daughter is hearing impaired and has been wearing hearing aids since she was two. She recently had surgery on her left ear in 2015 to have a cochlear implant um, placed in her hearing Place, I'm sorry, implant placed in her hearing and speech has improved exponentially. Despite some setbacks and struggles, my daughter has not let this hold her back and she's determined to strive in school. She has true loving and worshiping spirit and has the gift of making you feel like the most special person in the world. She's compassionate and caring. I pray that she never loses these qualities. Carly will be moving forward to third grade this upcoming school year and she's looking forward (laughs) to being an active member of Team Typing Fast. Thank you, you for helping type. us inspire our black youth and spreading your black girl magic to all. And closes a picture of both of my daughters on Easter. Look at these little brown, beautiful black babies with their matching dresses and white shoes. That's what? all right, though, because they are children. They are That's babies. right. I'm all the way here for white shoes on kids. Congratulations, baby girl. Hi, Carly. Hi, Candace. Congratulations, pretty girl. Congratulations to you, mom, for getting, you know, making it through another school year. 
All right. So our next email says, Hi, Jaden Kia. My name is Shamim Nanunji Katiba. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry because I'm sure that I said that incorrectly. Shamim. I want to give a shout out to myself as I will be getting my diplomas of nursing, business management, and secondary studies all at the same time. Yes, that's right, because they do it here differently. I came to this country seven years ago and I didn't immediately continue with my studies because of the language. I had to do that first, follow many night lessons, learn how to speak and write this Dutch language, but I am grateful to God Almighty for seeing me through as I had work had to work full time, pay my bills and study at the same time. You guys keep my week going and motivated me as I listened to you on Wednesday, the friend the friend zone podcast on Thursday as I go to school and finally the read on Friday. And I'm always cracking up. I love the fact that you guys keep me motivated and keep and give me reasons to be proud of being a young black woman, finding her place in this world. Um, Love you all and God bless you, Shamim. I think Shamim is writing to us from the Netherlands. From Belgium. From Belgium. Yeah, she said, I'm popping. Yes, you are. Oh, love from Belgium. And I'm pomping. I'm pomping. I love it. it. Like pomping. My sister's pomping right now. You better pomp. I live. Congratulations, Shamim. And thank you for writing all, all the way from Belgium, nigga. Come, Come on. on, we worldwide. We global. Hey, Jade Ow. and Kia. Oops, excuse hey. me. Hey, Kia and Jade. My name is... <laughs> <laughs> My name is Omolara, and I'm a huge fan. First off, I have to say thank you for this podcast. At a whole 30, I am not grown. Shout out to my mama for reminding me when she thinks I'm feeling myself. That's right. And this podcast mm-hmm. helps me to navigate this third decade of my life. It makes me think I got this when I have my questionable moments, which are plenty. Keep the quotables and honest moments flowing because please believe your Nigerian cousin is taking all of the notes. I have mm-hmm. three graduation shout outs that I have to share, and I'm so proud, overjoyed, and thankful to each for each of them. Thank God I made it and I remember to send this email because I promised a shout out to my babies, LOL. First of all, praise the Lord and shout out to my youngest sister, Ayotide, for graduating from, for, excuse me, for graduating from my alma mater, Parkdale High School in Riverdale, Maryland on June 3rd. Little sister was senior class president, African Student Association co-founder and president, first chair Viola, and a member of the National Honor Society. She will be attending Towson University in the fall as a business admin major and the family's overjoyed. Pray her strength and that she gets on the team type and fast train though because she will need it. My other graduation shout out goes out to my former pre-K three class, aka the Little Ducks of Apple Tree <laughs> Early Learning Public Charter School in Washington, D.C. This was the first graduation that they participated in, and by God's grace, it will not be their last, and my little ones will do great things in this wonderful world. Their precocious faces made my day when I saw them each morning, and it was a joy to learn and teach them. Miss Bello loves you. Finally, I saw this article on BuzzFeed, and I felt that I had to shout them out. Shout out to the NICU graduates of Caremont Regional Medical Center in Gastonia, North Carolina. As a former preemie and a card-carrying member of Team Auntie, I love the babies, and like Nippy said, I believe they are our future indeed. Thank God for modern medicine, caring nurses, and the parents doing all they can to make sure that their little ones grow and grow and thrive. To honor them this way touched my heart, and I know these itty-bitties have a bright future ahead of them. Can't wait for the podcast full brim for a full brim of petty peeves because I need to align with my sisters and brothers in petty, and I can't wait for the merch, too. 
Love you both and hit me up when you need some Ankara fabric for the low. Hell yeah. Your cousin and petty in love, Omolara. Congratulations to Ayoti Day for the babies, the little ducks. (laughs) Yes. And for the NICU graduates of the Caramont Regional Medical Center. Congratulations to all of you. Shout out to the NICU. And thank you, sis, for writing in. Yeah, that's beautiful. And thank you so much for listening. (laughs) We will. And niggas Um, trying to get a jumpsuit. What? (laughs) (laughs) The next email says, I'm so late, but I just had to give a shout out to my five-year-old, super smart and super handsome son, Caleb Cruel Brazil. He graduated June 4th from pre-K. The boy can read anything you put before him. Words we had no clue that he knew, let alone pronounce. He is a very detailed artist and he keeps a smile on his face and ours. My husband and I are extremely proud of him and we look forward to what God has in store. Below is a picture of our Cruzy. Oh, Cruzy is fresh. He is with his jean jacket. I love it. He's Congratulations, Cruz. It's Caleb Cruz. Congratulations, Caleb Cruz. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. I was going to sing Smokey Robinson, but I hate him. Hey, Jade and Kia, I love the show. <laughs> Listening to you every week oh is helping me to become the baddest you black woman ever. I'd like to give a shout out to myself for committing to Team Typing Fast this year as I've completed my first year of uni with a 2-1. This is especially important uni. to me as, huh? I think oh. it's uni. It's okay. Uni? okay. Carry on. Um, from London town. Oh, yes, it is from London uh, this is especially important to me as my, as my people, friends, and family, and other alike doubted me or Girl, my identity. Girl, no one said that you needed to, to adopt I, this accent. I'm Adele, come on, son. I'm on my Adele, rolling oh, in the deep. Wow. Roll with me. Roll in my okay. deep. <laughs> Girl, read this email. So to all the team typing fast, proving people wrong, I see you and keep on keeping on. Love T from London. P.S. When are you guys coming to London? <laughs> Girl, I need to come so I can work on this accent. I'm ready. As soon as y'all invite us out there, I'm ready. Yeah, we coming. Like, just let us know when you want us. Precisely. I got a passport, honey. Let's get these stamps popping. That's right. The next email says, hi, Jade and Kia. I would like to send a graduation shout out for my fiance, Leslie. Mm -hmm. She is graduating with her master's from the University of Southern California, and she deserves a shout out. I've watched how hard she has worked through these last two years and the time and effort she has invested in her studies. I'm so very proud of her and all she has accomplished. And I and it would be awesome to hear her mentioned on your podcast. Peace and blessings, Mark. P.S. I put her on to your podcast and I'm sure she hears that she will go crazy. Well, hey, Leslie, girl, congratulations. Girl, do it. Go crazy like Prince. Ow. Um, but yes, congratulations on graduating from the University of Southern California. We Absolutely. are proud of you. We sure are. And thank you, Marcellus, for writing in. Hi, Jade and Kia. First of all, thank you so much for the show. You give me the best big, uh, the best big sis strength and guidance and words can't express how much I appreciate you both. Damn. Thank you, girl. I want to quickly shout out my little sister, Camille. In May, she graduated cum laude after spending the semester doing Alzheimer's research involving chemicals and processes that I can't even pronounce. Samesies. As if that wasn't enough, Little Mama was presented with an award for said research and is currently in a program for students who are planning on going to med school. Camille, I'm so proud of you. There's nothing but great things in your future, and it's only a matter of time before we're calling you Dr. McCammons. 
Congratulations, yes. Camille. And thank you, Olivia, for writing in. Thank you so much. So that's it for our graduation announcements. Thank you to everybody who wrote in and congratulations to everybody from the tater tots. What in the hell, man? That's the siren. <laughs> also congratulating you. Yeah. <laughs> for your yeah, accomplishments. Your <laughs> we are so excited. We had a parade with the fire trucks. So congratulations to everyone and thanks to everyone for writing in. This is the very last uh, episode in June. So we will not have any more graduation announcements until uh, probably around the end of winter commencement, um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Um, like, so yes, if you guys graduate between now and December, be sure to let us know and we will read them. Um when we reopen the graduation announcement segment for now, we're going to go back to shout out to my sis and where we should in, in blah, <laughs> shout out to my sis where we'll shout out, um, uh, businesses, women who are just doing awesome, amazing things and things of that nature. So absolutely, we're looking forward to that. If you have someone that you would like to shout out, you can send us an email. Um, it could be an article that you've read. It could be somebody who you know personally. It could be you yourself if you feel like you're doing something exciting and want us to know about it. So yep. send us an email at gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with the with the uh, whoever we're shouting out. Why can't I talk yeah. today? That's okay. It happens Jesus. sometimes. So this week on Kitchen Table Talk, we will gather around the table. And although it's not November, we're going to talk about being thankful. Um, I see what you did there. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, gratitude this week and why it's so important to practice gratitude as a way of just, you know, putting things into perspective and dealing with, you know, all the things that we have to deal with in our lives. We thought it would be cool to just talk about gratitude. So sis, why do you think it's important for us to practice gratitude? And yeah, I'll just start there. <laughs> I think so because um, it's, it's healthy, first of all, to practice gratitude. Like, it's healthy. It helps you to stay sane. Um, and it helps you to see the positive in situations as opposed to just the negative. And to make sure that you don't take those small blessings for granted and those small things that happen in your life and even those big things that happen in your life because we have a tendency to, to definitely celebrate big things. But we don't think about those small victories that we have every single day and that we, we should be celebrating every, every single day. And that's going to help us to make it through the day so that we're not tired at the end of it and negative and feeling like, you know, nothing good happened to us. And that's something that I've had to definitely try to uh, put into practice, like just just having more gratitude and taking things a little bit more lightly at the end of the day. Why do you think it's importante? Well, I think, um, you know, similar to what you said, uh, it's easy, you know, in the hustle and bustle and everything that we have to deal with, all the challenges that we face on a day to day basis. It's easy to just get completely bogged down and overwhelmed um, right. with all that you have going on, that you lose sight of, you know, what it means to work hard and to, and to 
appreciate the things that you have around you. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and because we're so busy and running and doing things all the time, we, I, I believe that it's important to practice uh, gratitude because that's what keeps us grounded. It keeps us humble. It keeps us centered. It keeps us um, cognizant of the fact that things don't necessarily have to be the way we, that they are and that we should never take things for granted. Um, and yeah, so it's, I was also, I also came across an article online that talked about mm-hmm. um, all the things that um, being grateful can do, not only for your mental health, but, you know, it helps, you know, having that, freeing up that space in your spirit and in your mind also, you know, takes the stress and anxiety off of your body. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of the issues that we have physically are a result of stress and anxiety that we don't necessarily even stress and anxiety that we don't um, express or it's not manifest in our behaviors. But sometimes we just carry stress and we're thinking about things all the time. Even when we lay down, sometimes even when I lay down to go to sleep, my mind is still racing. When I wake up in the morning and when I open my eyes, I'm thinking immediately about all that I have to do. And I haven't stopped to think about, you know, to just kind of be present and, and thankful, you know, that, you know, Hey, it's Tuesday and I open my eyes. Well, Cause you know how many people didn't open their eyes and you know, I don't have any pain in my body and nobody came in here and stole my stuff overnight. Like little things like that, that <laughs> we take for granted. So um, there's just, there is just a lot of benefits to practicing gratitude and, and it helps put you in the mindset where you can have peace. It helps you put you in the mindset and centers you so you can focus on the things um, that are, you know, putting you closer to your purpose in life. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that as we're all out here hustling and bustling and trying to get grown and figure out what the crap is going on in our day-to-day lives, um, we should definitely take steps each and every day to just be a little bit more thankful. Absolutely. And practicing this recently has it's re- like it's if it's felt good to think about all of the like the small things and the big things that have happened to me or like taking things into perspective because we're always talking about perspective and trying to put a positive spin on a negative situation. And and I found that it makes me feel better in those situations. Like I physically feel better, I mentally feel better, I emotionally feel better when I'm able to take things and spin it into a positive manner. Does that mean I'm going to stop being myself and calling out y'all niggas for your bullshit? Absolutely not. But <laughs> At the same time, I feel good about it. I feel good about calling you up for your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's just a so, different response, like a different response to even like you said, even when we're confronted with something that's hard. Um, I can think a couple of weeks ago, I got a phone call from uh, one of my ser- student loan service providers, <clears throat> my lenders, if you will. Um, and, and I, I had a conversation with the woman and and when I hung up, I was immediately in an anxious place. Like I was very, very, very stressed out about the conversation and me, it doesn't take long for me to get on, get into a spiral of worry that will literally take me to the brink of a panic attack in less than 30 seconds. And, um, shut up in those moments, uh, (laughs) 
I'm trying to learn how to manage my emotions because it is my natural response to, you know, be like, oh, oh, crap. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's not a productive response, even though it might be my, you know, gut reaction. I can change that. I can, And I think me developing the practice, I'm trying to develop a, a different approach to those situations because my edges can continue to, to <laughs> they will not continue to flourish under these stressful conditions. No. So no, I no, must no. change. Um, I must change my habits. So I'm trying to be more intentional about being grateful, even in scary situations. So the student mm-hmm. loan lady calls me and tells me that I got to drop 70,000 stacks. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I, just, I feel about it. The sirens. I just, see. Yeah. So yeah, the I got to drop all this money on a monthly basis and um it is stressful. But, you know, having a conversation with 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 my friend, I called Keisha in, in the middle of the <laughs> of my anxiety and she literally called me out and was just like, "No, we are not going to act like this given all that you've been through this uh, this past year and all the things that, you know, God has brought you through and all the things that you've worked so hard for." This is not the place where we fall apart. So what can we, like, you know what I'm saying? What can we do to not be stressed out in this? And from there, she started to have me to list things that I was grateful for. Um, And that, like you said, made me feel better. I'm sorry, I hit the computer, but that made me feel better. Like being, even though I was scared and about to cry, (laughs) sitting there and even in that moment, thinking about what can, what am I still thankful for, even though I'm worried right now, that helped me to not focus as much on the worry, um, but see that even though hard things happen, you know, I still have a lot to be thankful for in the midst of them. Amen. Amen. Um, so, well, in that, well, in that vein, then. I want you to to give me a couple of small things that you're grateful for this week. A couple of small things that I am grateful for this week. Um, mm-hmm. This is a very small thing, but I was very proud of myself for it. So let me have it. So I am traveling this week. I'm in a conference for work. Um, but before I left my house, I wanted to make sure that I left it clean. So I spent the greater majority of my Saturday afternoon and evening cleaning. I wash clothes and I pack my bags and I clean my house. Um, and I have a vacuum cleaner and um, I needed to change the filter. And I've been procrastinating on changing the filter because I don't necessarily know how to do it. And I'm not necessarily good at those things. And I was a little stressed out. (laughs) Like it seemed like a very intuitive thing to do, but I was a little (laughs) stressed out about it. But I was worried that I was going to make a mess or break the vacuum altogether because I have a tendency to do such things. So um, Mm -hmm. I am, I changed my filter all by myself and I was very grateful for that small thing. (laughs) Um, You didn't break your vacuum. I did not break my vacuum. I did not spill all of the contents of the crap that was in the filter all over the floor. and have to clean that up. I was able to do it by myself like a big girl. And I was very grateful for that. Um, another I'm small thing. You, I got my, 
Thank you, sis. I got my hair braided on Friday and I was able to put my hair in a ponytail on Saturday. (laughs) 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 It did not hurt. It did not hurt. And my edges are still intact. The, I would like to sh- listen. I would like to shout out my braider. Her name is Awa. She did a, a fantastic job. She was not heavy handed because you know sometimes you get your hair braided. It'd be four or five days before you'd be able to move them joints, but um, without flinching. Seven. But I was able to put my hair up. I was able to put my hair up this weekend, like just just days after, and I was very grateful for that. So those are my those are my two small things. Or do you want, is that Man, all? Man, the last lady who braided my hair, she braided up like what was on my heart. Like she braided up my fucking <laughs> eyelashes. She braided, she braided up like my, like my cavities. She braided yeah. my soul, like my intentions, <laughs> my Those dreams. Hairs. Right. Everything, yeah. everything. Like the little hairs above my lip that I refuse to get waxed when I walk into the nail shop. Like she braided everything that could possibly be braided. She braided it up. And I was really frustrated behind that. So I think that your victory is actually that's a big one actually that should have gone on your Ooh. big list oh yes it should have gone on your big list oh yeah yes um well i guess a couple of small things that i was grateful for this week i took a trip to costco and it wasn't for like the things i needed it was it really took to i really wanted to go take my mother-in-law and um and so while i was there so noah has been super obsessed with mermaids lately she goes, mm-hmm. she, she's obsessed with different things at different times, always consistently Harley Quinn um, and Beyonce. But she is now obsessed with mermaids. So she got herself a mermaid Barbie. Yes, she is black and um, no white dolls. Uh, and I was walking through Costco and what do I find? A mermaid blanket. It's a blanket that, that you pull up and the blanket wraps around the baby and it looks like a mermaid f- t- uh, f- tail. So I was grateful for that because I knew that was going to make her little day. And then I was grateful for this watermelon cucumber mint lemonade that I found at the Costco. Let me tell you all something. Don't sleep on Costco juices. (laughs) They are all natural. If you look at them, like as long as it like you got to look at the special juices, you know what I'm saying? And they come in like this, this two pack of like these big ass juices. Last time I got a cucumber mint limeade. It wow. was everything. I was looking for it this time. They didn't have it. This time they had the watermelon mint cucumber lemonade. And nigga, it is Liddy Fi Liddy. So um, is that was another Costco. small, like that. A mix. Oh, I was all up and through Costco, like finding all kinds. Co- I found 700 thread count sheets See? for $30, $29.99. Look at you. <laughs> On your. Like, I really, I really, and I like I walked out and I was like, man, I just spent like $98, but it's, it's lit. Like oh I was God. so excited with all of my finds. You sound like, such you know a what I'm dog. saying? So this, these are, I know I, I like, I really love Costco. I really do. I like the food <laughs> and everything. It's so much fun. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, I'll save that for my big one, but yeah. So, and then my ACs were installed. I had AC oh, in the apartment this weekend. Oh my God. It was amazing. I had it in the kitchen. I had it in the bedroom when I went to sleep. So even though I went to bed at 7 a.m., I took a shower and I laid down and the room was cool. Let me tell y'all something. Ain't nothing like two hours of good, cool sleep. 
So what about some big things that you were grateful for this week? Big things? Some medium wins, some smedium, big wins. Medium or... Medium <laughs> um, wins. Listen, last week was a week, man. Uh, <laughs> so I was very grateful oh, that I that I made it through last week. Um, and just, you know, I had a... I'm working on a, a project. It's a really large project. It's a, it's a national project. And I have to manage... Um, uh, I have to manage the project essentially um, with a commission of other researchers and I'm, I had the lead on certain projects and I had a, a meeting last week that I was a little nervous about cause I had to present progress as we've had like the first phase of the project is just about over and we're about to move into the second phase. And, you know, I had to really just show up and, you know, tell the girls what I've been doing at my desk while I've been typing fast. And I was nervous about it. And um, I was able to go to the meeting and make my presentation. And I got really great feedback from, um, you know, our funders and other members of the commission that I work on. And it really just made me feel good. My boss gave me a very good compliment. I don't know. I, if she was serious or not, but I just took it and wrote it down in my journal, like write it down, like today this was said, and I'm going to believe that it was true. So after the project that I, <laughs> the project that I'm working on is, you know, event, is eventually to fund 60 institutions to do a certain kind of uh, diversity work or inc work on um, inclusion work on college campuses. Um, and, we're managing the evaluation of the project. And um, <clears throat> after, so the first cohort of the, of the project is scheduled to start this year. Um, so, you know, that's what I was reporting on. My boss said, um, this is, this was so, this was so great to Kia. And she was like, you're going to be a superstar after this is all over. All these institutions are going to know you. They're going to know your work. And this is going to be great. And it was just like, like I said, it could have been just her just like, you know, just it could have been her just being like, yeah, girl, high five. But <laughs> but um, <laughs> I took it to be like it was just the word that I needed at that moment to kind of affirm me and lift my spirit. Because mm -hmm. I listen, you know, sis, y'all might not know, but you know, I stay at that at that job all hours of the night <laughs> and I'm you literally sure working. I love it. It's great. It's super fulfilling. And this is the job that I pray to do. So I don't like to complain about it. Um, but I am working about as hard as I've ever worked. Like the dissertation was, was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, like, you know, the hardest project that I've ever done. Um, I know it's not going to be the hardest thing I'll ever do, but, um, this I'm working hard. I'm working really hard. Like <laughs> right now is what I'm trying to say. So I, that, right. that little, just that little positive reinforcement was just enough to just make me be like, they see it is working and I have to, it just encouraged me to just keep my head down and keep, keep on, um, moving forward. Um, the second big thing that I want to be grateful for is I was asked, uh, by, uh, to serve as a graduation speaker. There is a awesome leadership program for black teen girls in PG County called the diamonds leadership program. Um, 
and it is sponsored by Project Shine Incorporated, which is a nonprofit organization um, that's run by some fabulous black women in the DMV area. Um, And they provide and mentor, they provide services and mentor young black women um, and do all of this great program of professional development and college readiness. And every year they have a graduation where they honor those um, program participants who are going on to college and just really kind of um, reaffirm and celebrate um, the members who are, you know, still in high school and just moving up in their respective grades. And I was asked to be the graduation speaker this year and I was scared out of my skull yes. box. <laughs> I was, I was scared out of my skull box. Keisha can tell you, I was literally in the place shaking and trembling. Um, but I got through it. I read my little speech and it was really, really great. Um, I was nervous the entire time. I was waiting for the nurse to settle down. They never really did go away, but I was able to get through the speech and some of the girls and their parents came to me after and really, really were grateful um, and found value in the things that I was, was able to offer and share. And it really just made me feel really good to know that my experiences on campus as both a student and an administrator can now be used to just empower students and families and I can serve as a role model for other black girls that are coming behind me to know that you can wear your door knockers and pop your gum and like your chicken wings fry hard and you can still do all the things that they say we can't do like get a PhD so shout out to the the young women of the Diamonds Leadership Program. Shout out to Christina and Sade and Kiana and Keisha and all the other board members who are um, sewing into this next generation of black women. I was really, really super grateful for being a part of the show. It was, I mean, the show, the um, event. It was awesome. And <laughs> I'm just so, so proud of what you all are doing. Um, and so proud of the young women who are participating in the show. So I was grateful to be a part of that. So those are my two big things that I'm grateful for, sis. What are yours? Those are big wins, sis. Congratulations. Like, and good. And I'm glad you did good on your speech. Thank Everything you. went well. Like, I know you were a ball of nerves, but I knew you were also going to kill it. So I'm glad that everything went well for you. Thank you. Um, I had a couple of really big wins this week. Um, well, for one, I, I did, I, I did food for a really big party that they have in Brooklyn and in LA. Um, once a month, every month in the summer from Memorial Day to Labor Day, and it's called Makosa Cookout. So you can check them out at makosacookout.com. Um, again, it's a party once a month in Brooklyn and once a month in LA. Um, it's dope. They have a range of DJs that come out and do their different sets. So it's different sounds, but it sounds amazing. The energy is always great. Um, I've never been to an LA one, but I know in Brooklyn it's been going on, I want to say for maybe 10 years and it's always a good time. I went when I was like eight months pregnant and still had a good time sitting on a stool watching everybody dance, listening to the music. So um, this year, my friend Santana and I uh, did the food for Makosa and sold food for both of our, uh, representing both of our brands, I'll Cook Like Your Mother and Jade of All Jades. And they enjoyed it so much that they asked us to come back for the next event and said, we can go ahead and finish out the summer by doing the food for all of the events. So 
Um, that was a really big win for me. I was really excited about that. You know, I've been wanting to really venture into doing more events, more parties, more things like that. Try to get the Jade of All Jades brand out there. Um, and we were up until five o'clock in the morning cooking for like 500 people. Um, we were exhausted and tired, had been up since seven in the morning that morning. Um, we had worked the night before that, like we were exhausted, but it was all very well worth it. And the party ended out, turned out amazing. The food turned out amazing. I ended up a whole entire container of curry because I made a veggie curry. A whole entire container of curry fell on the floor <laughs> as I was getting oh ready to God. leave. And I almost lost. So it like, it went everywhere and it fell out of nowhere it literally fell out of nowhere and when i tell you i almost had a complete breakdown and then i said you know what i have all this other food i have over a hundred pounds of chicken here like we're gonna make this work i still have two containers of curry we're gonna make it work and i made it work we sold out everything we had we sold out the curry in a matter of like 30 minutes so that was a really big win for them to invite us back for all of the parties um, and I was able to put that situation into perspective. Another small thing that I forgot to mention earlier is I had an amazing date with my husband this weekend. Um, we went to go see All Eyes on Me. <laughs> oh my God. And I enjoyed it. I don't know what all of the hate is about. I thought it was well done. And I mean, that boy was born to play Tupac. So, and we went to this dope movie theater in um, Williamsburg called Nighthawk that you can order food at. The food is really good. Um, so we, we had like a full course meal while we watched the movie and it was just a really dope date. The energy was great and everything. Um, another big, so Noah turns four on Wednesday on June 28th. Happy birthday so to my niece. That I'm, right. That's super grateful for, um, that I have, you know, so far raised just the most amazing little girl that could ever walk this planet. Like she's just, and I know every parent says that and every parent shares that sentiment. She's so smart and she's, she's got common sense and she's funny. She's like naturally funny. Like it's not like kid funny. She's like really funny actually. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, and then I have one more thing. If I can speak to two particular people, sis, for just a second. This is not okay. even for you. So another thing that I'm grateful for is uh, there was an energy in my workplace that was super negative, super, super negative due to two particular people. And those two particular people know that I have a show. They may or may not listen. They may or may never hear this. But if you do, and the chance that you do, and for every nigga who this may apply to, May you change your ways. I am grateful to see that energy leave the office. It is no longer there. The two of you think that you fooling somebody. You ain't fooling nobody. You can sit up here and deny everything that you want to deny, but everybody knows every dirty detail about <laughs> you. Everything. And there is proof. There's more proof than you could ever know. So just know that everybody's oh on to your shit and everybody is insulted that you think that nobody knows what you're doing. I guess I think yeah, I'm on the read yeah, this week. Right? I I I'm on the read. It's coming it's now. It's coming. So 
Everybody knows what you're doing. Everybody knows what you do. Everybody knows what you've been doing. You ain't low. Stop trying to insult intelligent, walking human beings, adults who go to work every single day and try to take care of their families. Like, stop trying to insult people. Everybody knows what you're doing. Y'all ain't low. So I'm grateful to see that energy leave. And when that energy left, it went with bad energy. They didn't even own their shit. So I just want to let you know that I know everything. I know more than you think that I know. And it's going to come back on you. So I was grateful. I was very, very <laughs> grateful in my spirit to see that leave. Why, sis? Do you feel better? Yeah. <laughs> I feel so much better. Yo, these people, they straight up and down, like, like they really treated that niggas like they were stupid. Down. Like they really, without me going into it, they really treated niggas like they were stupid. And they are out here slandering people's names and reputations. And all the while, they are the two most guilty people. And one of them in particular is a predator. Oh, okay. He's a serial yeah. sexual predator. Okay. So I'm grateful to see that go somewhere else in the world and not be well, here. Since I am, I... Okay. It's going to come back on you, nigga. Right. You done? I'm here. I just, yes, if we can just, we can just pull that back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink okay. the rest of my watermelon. Um, <laughs> if I can just, I would like to say that I, I want to celebrate with you your wins. Um, I know you've been working really hard on this catering um, business and really putting yourself out there to showcase your talent and your gift. And I just want to celebrate with you on having a successful event this weekend and then, you know, being committed to complete the rest of the summer with this organization, this event. And I think that that's amazing. And I'm really excited for you because this is a big deal. I know this is something you've been working on for a long time. So I know that you're super talented and that this is just the beginning. So I wanted to share in that celebration with you. Um, also, I want to Thank you, just, you know, shout you out as a mom. I really respect um all that you do to just make sure that Noah is raised right. Um, and it's not easy. And even, you know, especially given areas in your life where you probably don't get the support that you need from people that you need that, that, you know, that you would really expect to get it from. Um, so, you know, later for them, I want you to know that I'm standing with you as much as I can and always praying for you and your family. And I'm proud of you and I'm grateful for you and for Noah. She is in fact an awesome little person. Oh, thank you, sis. I'm grateful for you too. I'm grateful for this show, for this platform. We're grateful for all of you all who stay tuned into us every single week. Um, so make sure that you let us know some of the things that you're grateful for. You can hit us up on Twitter, Getting Grown Pod. Uh, you can hit us up on our email, Getting Grown Podcast at gmail.com. Even if we don't always read it, we always see it. So make sure you share some of those, um, some of those things that you're grateful for with us. We see it even if we don't get a chance to talk about it on the show. Yeah. Even if we don't get a chance to talk about it on the show. Um, but send us a tweet. Yeah, I might, if I'm thinking about it tomorrow, I might just send out a tweet and say, hey, guys, 
Let us know what you're grateful for and let us know. Join the conversation and let's just get some positive things out there on the interwebs because we could be talking about Jackie Christie. (laughs) But let's talk about being grateful. okay? because we could be Jackie Christie. We could be Jackie Christie out here displaying our mental health issues on national television I'll on never a weekly basis and embarrassing ourselves. <laughs> but we thank God. Listen, I'm grateful. I thank God. You don't have to thank God, but I thank God that it could be it could be worse. Okay? Tay Tay had me watch the only episode of Basketball Wives I've ever watched and Jackie Christie was up there screaming she's about some un- dress that insufferable. she looked pregnant in. I've never oh. and how like she is a walking pathology. She, she God help her. Pretty insane. We have to her. She accused Evelyn of wanting to be her. <laughs> I said, "Now this is how I, I know that she is troubled in her mind. Something what? is terribly wrong." But um, we digress. Um, yeah, no. Let us um, let us uh, <laughs> all just practice gratitude. There's great worth in it. Um, if you're stressed out, I know that we're all dealing with things. You guys let us know what kinds of crazy things that you're dealing with all the time. And as best we can, we try to, to talk about it, but know that we're always in support of you and wishing you well. Um, and we'll do what we can, um, in whatever small way that we can to just kind of rally around one another and build each other up. But I, I encourage each of you to just try to, Try. I know it's hard because we're still dealing with tough things. And I'm not saying, you know, everything going to be all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. It is it because, you know, real life happens and you just have to sit in your feelings sometimes. But what helps you to get out of those feelings if you were to just remember that even though you're dealing with difficult things, there are other things that are around you, things that you have that you can be grateful for no matter what the situation is. And if you learn to focus on those things, you will see um, progress in your life. At least that's what I can say from my experience. I went to this, I had a great, that was another thing, a small thing that I was grateful for after we all had tough weeks. Shout out to Jenea. I don't know if Jenea listens to this show, but my friend Jenea um, and her family, if y'all keep her lifted, love you, Jenea. We all got together Literally, I was leaving the gym. I went to the nail place, literally had on leggings and a T-shirt and flip flops. And Keisha was like, come hang out with us. And we went to the Navy Yard and walked around and laughed and just had good sister time to just kind of decompress from all the stress of the week. And it was amazing. We didn't like nobody was dressed up. Nobody had on a beat. No one. No one. It was not like a thing. We was literally just black girls walking around outside on a pretty day, laughing and carrying on and acting silly. And it was just a few minutes for us to not think about all the crazy that's going on in our lives and just be grateful for being outside without a jacket (laughs) and Wearing, being able to wear flip flops, you know what I'm saying? Because you know, a few months ago, that's, we it, cold. that's it. So I was grateful for those for those things. You know what I'm saying? So it's important. A few weeks ago, <laughs> exactly. Well, you had gas in your car. Ago, I don't have no money, but I got gas. <laughs> I got gas. Where you want to go? <laughs> we can go somewhere free because I got gas in my car. Like little little things. Ooh. That's right. Look at all of these absolutely yeah, drive things to the park. that we have available to us to do. <laughs> so, um, yes, let's just practice being grateful this week and let us know how it impacts your life. Don't forget this week's episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by Form. 
Form is a premium, opulent hair care collection that celebrates our Black queens, no incense, and helps to make each, that's each as an individual person's hair care journey personal by giving you products that don't have a bunch of stuff in them that you can't pronounce. Imagine that. Now you don't have to figure out what works best for you. Just like their big brother brand Bevel, the good people at Form were tired of seeing us walk up and down the beauty supply aisles trying to figure out what we need. They made it easy by starting your journey off right with a step-by-step evaluation that ensures you get the best product for your ministry. I know for myself, I have dry hair that breaks from time to time, so I need to figure out the best moisture that works, and it gave me step-by-step evaluation. Start your form consultation right now by going to formbeauty.com forward slash sign up. That's F-O-R-M beauty.com forward slash sign up. Honestly, truly. Let me give you some advice on the honesty box. On the honesty box. Honesty box. You wrote a song about it. I did. So. Like, here, here it go. Our honesty box this week says, My husband and I have been together for more than five years and married for three years. About four years ago, the younger sister of his close friend expressed to him that she had feelings for him. He didn't tell me. I admittedly snooped and then asked him about it after. He came clean and cut off contact with her. They didn't talk for at least a year. She crept back in. I honestly don't remember how. And then their relationship became strange. They texted literally all day, every day. She was the first person he texted in the morning, good morning, and the last person he texted at night, good night. They Skyped with my permission, though I would confine myself to the bedroom while they talked in the living room. When I later found remnants of their messages, some inappropriate things were said. I confronted him about it, but like a typical dude, he didn't really have much to say except BS things, um, apologies, and obviously I'm still with him. Oh, because the title of this of this email is, hmm. Did My Husband, Then Boyfriend, Cheat? I'm not sure why I even put up with it at the time, but I know my self-esteem was definitely low and I did not respect myself. I have since told him that if he pulls anything else or if I even think he's trying to cheat on me and our child, I will leave him. There are more details to this long story, but I think you guys get the gist. I know that I was stupid to stay with him after he disrespected me so much, but we're married now and he's not in contact with her. I will also say that my husband has been amazing. A plus husband and father. He goes above and beyond the call every single day. Here's my question. My husband was never physically intimate with this woman. Is what he did consider cheating? If this issue from years ago still keeps me up at night sometimes, am I wrong to still bring it up to him? Do you think it's his burden to bear with me or should I just go on to counseling? Thanks in advance for your honesty and assistance. I'm tired of being played with memories of a time when my husband was unfaithful. I made the decision to stay with him and I feel like if I truly forgive him, I need to give him a clean slate and stop rehashing this. But I'm curious to hear your take. Love, Karen. This is heavy. All right. That was like, yeah. I ain't, man. This is pretty. All right, Karen. So you asked several questions. I'm gonna try to answer them one at a time. <laughs> and sis, you just jump on in here whenever your spirit gives you that nudge. Um, <laughs> Karen asks, "Here's my question. My husband was never okay. physically intimate with this woman. Is what he did considered cheating?" As for Takia, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, I believe that <laughs> for women, 
So the way that my the way that my my like my body is set up, all of my things are connected. <laughs> like I don't I know that there are a lot of women out there who are who are whose insides are not connected, and that's fine. Mm, I respect mm. that. I respect you as a that's that's you know. But I'm just saying, as for me and my body, all of my things are connected. Um, so I don't I I don't <laughs> believe that this like I, I do believe that you can ha- I don't believe that cheating is limited to just physical um interactions or exchanges or transactions. I don't know. But um the fact that the whole, you know, he was the first person, like they were talking all day, good morning, good night text, like that, those are like very, like very intimate, yeah. very close. Those are levels of communication. Um, and I don't believe that even though they say, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> even though they say that there was never any physical, I don't know. I, I feel like you can cheat emotionally because you have a relationship with somebody and you can absolutely, you can absolutely be in oh, a relationship yes. with someone, even though you've not had any it's physical interaction, even though I'm not entirely sold that there was no physical interaction is what I'm saying. Um, when I don't believe that this woman or they would be connected and have and be talking about all these inappropriate mm-hmm. things and then never do anything. I don't know if I believe that, but that could just be my own skepticism. Um but I do believe that you can't emotionally right. cheat. And in this case, I do believe that your husband, then boyfriend was emotionally cheating on you. And I think you do too. That's why it still bothers you. <laughs> um, this issue. But that being said, if you say that you forgave him, it is mm-hmm. not fair for you to still um, continue to bring it up. And I think the the bigger thing here is that if it's still an issue for you, you, you guys still... That means that you still have some questions that he might need to answer or you guys need to talk about it so that you can get some peace. If it's something that's still bothering you, that means you don't have peace about it. And there may be reasons behind that that may warrant further conversation. Um, So I do think that you guys are in a marriage right. now. So to your question of... Your husband has um this do you think that it's his burden to bear with me or should I go to counseling? I don't think that this is a counseling issue that you should handle independently since it's his behavior that this that is at the root of this. Um I would definitely I don't think that this is something you should keep from him. Um because I mean I would want I, I don't you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it's fair. If if you feel in this kind of way about mm. about him it's definitely going to be manifesting your behaviors and your interactions. Like you're not going to be able to just hold this in your heart and just carry on business as usual. It's going to come out somehow, some way. Um, and you need to tell him straight up. And he asked mm-hmm. you what's wrong. It's like, you know, I just been sitting here thinking, hit him with a, you know, it's funny how, <laughs> and I don't know, but I, I think it's complete. I think it's completely fair. Cause I think y'all are in a marriage now. This is not just some boyfriend. <laughs> Like this is this is a com- like a level of commitment that absolutely requires total transparency. So if you, I think you should say this is something that's still bothering me, mm. um, and I think that in order for us to get past mm. it, we might need to talk about it, or we might need to go talk to somebody. And I need him to be receptive to that. For me, I could be wrong. What do you think, sis? 
Um, I actually echo all of your sentiments. I think first and foremost that emotional cheating is definitely a thing. Um, I do understand there are situations in which people don't get physical. Uh, as an adult, I don't understand those situations. I don't see how I'm getting ready to be sitting up here talking dirty to a nigga and we ain't about to do nothing with it. Like, I just, that's just not how my personal mind works. <laughs> but um, I do definitely know that emotional cheating is a thing. And for me, emotional cheating is almost nah. more hurtful than physical cheating. Not saying that physical physical cheating is um, less hurtful. I mean, that it's, that it's uh, not completely valid and that it doesn't completely sting and hurt but emotional cheating is like your partner mm-hmm. giving a part of themselves to somebody else that is really only reserved for you so as kia said like texting somebody good morning and good night is super super intimate because it's like that's the first person okay. that you think about and it's Not the last okay. person that you think Not about and you laying okay. next to me at night Not and you okay. texting this texting this person good morning and good night like that don't fly what? with me that that How don't fly and then you have Skype dates, like you have Skype dates while I'm I wasn't gonna bring chilling that in the bedroom, but watching, we gotta, you know, we, like what? reruns what? of girlfriends. I don't understand. Mm. So, I, I, I will, I'm going to bring like, it up. Y'all can, I, I, she put it out there. Like, listen, and this is, let me just be very clear. This is not shade to you. You did admit that you were in a low place. Yes. And I get the, I get it. I get it. Was it like a long distance? Situ- I think more detail. You know what I'm saying? Like. I wonder Skype dates. Like, is this a situation where this person lived out of state? Like, why would he need to Skype her? Is my question. But right, like, I don't understand that. And then mm, I don't know. It's so much. But no, not okay. Like, I don't need to be like, okay, it's time for your um, for your you know supervised visit. Like, I'm not. No, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, it's okay for you to go and like Facetime this bitch for the next forty five minutes. No, nigga. Like, no, that's not okay. <laughs> Let's be clear. And not saying that it's not okay for you to not have friends of the opposite sex. As a person who's married, um, I have friends of the opposite sex. I also have friends of the opposite sex that I've made sure that I have made my partner comfortable with, that I incorporate them into our lives. If that person doesn't want to be a part of our lives, then that person doesn't want to be a part of my life. You know what I'm saying? And it's not even a situation where it's like, I can't do nothing separate of him, but it's just, A, I like hanging out with my partner like that. I like hanging out with my husband. He's fun to hang around with. We have a good time together. But B, um, you know, I just want to make sure that out of respect, I don't want him chilling with somebody who don't have no interest in like, you know, getting to know anything about me and not saying that they have to become my friend and we need to become besties and go shopping together. But you need to take some sort of interest. If you're a friend Take some sort of interest in your friend's partner. You know what I'm saying? Like, make them feel comfortable. Make them feel like everything is okay when, you know, when their partner is with you and there is nothing to worry about. Make sure that there's nothing to worry about, but make sure you let them know when you like, you present yourself that there's nothing to worry about. And that doesn't mean that you're validating somebody, excuse me, you're validating somebody who's insecure, but it's just a matter of respect for somebody's relationship. And then for those who are in relationships, make sure that you make your partner comfortable with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Like not saying he has to be around or she has to be around all the time, but just make your partner comfortable with your friends and inappropriately texting them and having <laughs> Skype dates and texting good morning and texting good night and things like that are not ways to make your partner comfortable with your behavior or comfortable with your relationship with that person. So he's whack for that. 
Um, so yeah, I, I definitely echo Kia's sentiments, um, as also, as far as having a conversation with him, because this is not resolved. You, you are not resolved with this, and this is not a situation that you can be resolved with by yourself. Again, um, you need to talk to him. You need to let him know how you're feeling. And I feel like counseling is good for that. Couples counseling could really be good for that. They may suggest that you have individual counseling and that'll help you to work through maybe some of those underlying issues that you have that led you to have those insecure moments where he was able to do these things. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and then it'll put you all in a really good place because it looks like you think highly of him. It's just this situation that's got you feeling the way that you're feeling. So I think counseling will help you to work through that. I think it'll help you to work through that individually and as a couple and then really get to a healthy place where you truly do forgive him and you're able to display that and it's not constantly sitting on your mind because this sitting on your mind and your heart is not good for your health. It's not good for you, period. It's not good for your stress levels. Like it's, it's just not good for you, period. And it's not healthy for your relationship because this is never leaving. It's always in the back of your mind. So I think working through that is definitely... What's going to help you, um, help you to truly, truly get past it, uh, and try to get to a place where you're able to, to feel refreshed and start new. And when you get to that place where that burden is lifted, it's going to be super refreshing. Well said, sis. Thanks. Well said. Yeah. That's, that's all I got. That's it for the honesty box. AI. But yeah, I hope everything goes well. Karen, girl, you in my prayer, sis. Yeah. And let us know. Update us. Keep us posted. If you so choose, you don't have to, but. Let us know what you decide to do. Um, and yeah, man, this is a doozy, but it's not something, I don't think it has to be a deal breaker. No, it doesn't sound like it's a deal breaker. Yeah, I think it's something you and your family can definitely get through. I like that he's receptive to, like when you've raised it with him, he wasn't like, he didn't deny it or anything like that. I did I think that that's a good sign. So. Or come back and say, oh, that shit is old. Why are you still bringing that up? <laughs> like... You know what niggas love or why you still bringing that up? Because I'm grown <laughs> and I do what I want. <laughs> Whatever I want. <laughs> Hello, come on here, Beyonce. But that is all, folks. That is all for the honesty box. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty peeps, it's time for petty peeps. It's time for petty peeps. Why did I sing that? That was a petty peeps jingle. Somebody record that. Peeps. That was like if petty peeps was the sitcom in the 90s. <laughs> well, rare condition this day and age. <laughs> exactly you know the best the best theme song ever y'all might not even because i'm older than the whole world but shut do up you remember the perfect strangers thing i sure do i don't know if that's my that, favorite though whoever sung the perfect strangers it might be my favorite one because whoever that young man was that was singing that song he was singing it from a place <laughs> he was singing it from like have you seen my childhood he was singing it from such a place that standing tall on the wings of my dreams I'm trying to think of my favorite song. 
sing all my dreams. I don't have a favorite sitcom theme song. The wind haze, I'm bound for better days. Sing, son. My <laughs> life and my dreams. Nothing's gonna stop me now. <laughs> I need sing, to know who sis. sung that. If he's still alive, you should go. He really sung. I love him. No, you know who sung? Who sung? That white lady on the step by step theme song. We'll make it better. I'm trying to think how I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sure did. She did. She did. All of the people saying the same songs. Anyway. Okay, girl. We're supposed to be. We need to have, like, I said, I should have, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't say it out loud because we could still do it. But we have to do stuff. We have to, we need to celebrate. We need to find a way to celebrate these theme songs, yo. We got to do it. Okay, it's done. I'm going to like, I got an idea. I got okay. an idea. But anyway, um, petty pieces. What's your petty peeve this week? Hmm. All right. My petty peeve this week. Unfortunately, this may touch a soul because um, this lady was at the, at the uh, Makosa cookout this weekend. By the way, shout out to Tara. Um, one of the creators of Makosa Cookout, who happens to be a listener of the show. I had no clue until she let me know. So shout out to her, a black lady doing it. Um, DJ Tara, she's here in New York. And um, a bunch of listeners who came up uh, at the cookout and said that they really enjoyed the show. Thank you to everybody who's continuing to support and you guys for coming up and shouting out and saying hello. But um, yes, it's nice. There was one lady who came up. And thank you, sis, for continuing to support. But she um, <laughs> proceeded to let me know that I need to have to-go containers and bags the next time. All right. So listen, <clears throat> my my petty peeve is that <laughs> I really, really need people who are not involved in a particular realm of business, whatever that may be to stop offering advice that doesn't happen to be constructive criticism to those who are trying to do their thing. This, this is a party, okay? People were buying the food and eating it there because they were drunk or high or whatever. Like, that's just kind of how it went. It was like party food, sliders. We had the little curry boats. You know what I'm saying? The little potato salad boats. Like, Nobody was, it's not a restaurant. Nobody was ordering to go food. So my petty peeve is that if you don't have constructive criticism, then you should just probably not say anything. I think that's a very fair, um, peeve to have. Yeah, that's Indeed. it. That's it. Indeed. Um, what about your sis? I have, well, I'm, so yeah, I have one and then I'm going to read one that I thought that that really resonated with me uh this week that I found in the emails, but mine mine is for I don't know. I feel like I need to keep track cuz I don't know what I've already said. I feel like I'd be mad about the same things cuz this is another <laughs> driver one. <laughs> this is another one about being a driver because I I was driving to to uh the the Yards Park this weekend and there, I was on 695. It was a three-lane highway. There was um, a disabled car in the far left lane, in the fast lane. The middle, the middle lane and the right lane 
were clear. So, but we really, the way that the, the 695 is set up, it's not like you can always see what's going on ahead of mm-hmm. you until you like write up on it. So I, it wasn't until I got, like I turned the corner and realized, oh, this traffic is because this car can't move and people are trying to merge over. Mm-hmm. So the thing is about, the thing about merging, <laughs> I feel like, we learned how to merge in kindergarten. Like this, the principle of forming a single file line applied to merging in cars as oh, well. Absolutely. But somewhere along the way, between, you know, graduating from kindergarten and adulthood, we somehow have blurred or, you know, we somehow have have forgotten what it's like to merge and form a line. It's I yeah. go, you go, I go, you go. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's one after the other. It's never going to be a situation <laughs> where four or five people from one lane get to cut in front of one person. Like that's not how this works. No. So um, needless to say, we're all progressing and merging in, you know, this like one after the other, letting people over one at a time. And this man in a four focus, a red four focus, he was, it was not his turn. And when I proceeded to go, he wanted to like beep at me like something crazy and hang out the window and call me all kinds of, of bitches and hoes and which mm-hmm. is fine. That's his, his, he's entitled. But my thing is that I am not entitled. I, I mean, especially when you're not the, not entitled. I don't, I am not required. Like if I'm letting you in, if I, I am extending you like a favor <laughs> like you know what I'm saying like <laughs> you are, I'm you asking me to let you in I don't have to I am not obligated to let mm-hmm. you in he's beeping at me like I did something wrong and I'm like my nigga if it's up to me you will stay over there like you know what I'm saying I let you in because I'm in the right and you and you could have switched over back um, back a few like like when you were spoke when you were actually supposed to merge over no but you want to ride the shoulder and think that if somebody's supposed to let you over no no that's not how this works no so I'll, my petty pee is for people who feel like because I don't know what they have some sense of entitlement when they drive that they don't have to to adhere to the same rules that we all have to adhere to yeah. merging or four way stop signs anything where it's like we have to wait. And people go, there's like a pattern. You don't just go when you want to go. And, and you don't get to get mad at me because I don't let you go when you want to go. When there, is, right. when there are rules here. There are rules. And he was all mad. The cop was helping the disabled car and like was like told him to like cool out because he was really doing a lot. And I was just looking at him. And he was doing all this yelling. And I was just like, yeah, are you done? The bottom line is... I don't have to. I am not under obligation to let you into this lane, sir. No. So cool it. Yeah. I um that, that I had something like my drivers. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I had something like that happen to me with a driver. Uh-huh. Here in New York, like cab drivers are the prime culprits of asshole driving. Um, and I had this cab driver who was off to the side, I guess he dropped somebody off. He was sitting in his car. He was doing something. I'm kind of like stuck in a little bit of traffic near Union Square. All of a sudden he decides, okay, well, I'm done doing what I'm doing. I'm just going to shoot out. So I'm like, and I'm eating a Jolly Rancher lollipop. I'm in a good mood. You know what I'm saying? I think I was going to meet Fran. So I'm like, you know, in a good mood. And he just decides he's going to try to dart out. Well, I was like, well, absolutely not. I'm getting ready to be a whole asshole. So I'm inching up behind the car next to me like, nigga, you ain't about to get in. 
So he decides he's going to keep inching up. Like he's going to keep inching. I'm not letting him go. Oh, so finally, so, he we is, are the same. Sis. We are the same. Nah, nah petty. Like <laughs> we are mad petty. I'm we not letting you in. Like nah, you didn't even like nah. wave your hand. I hate it. You didn't do anything. You didn't Especially wave your hand. Especially when you, you don't say, ask. Exactly. No, exactly. I'm not it's letting you in. No, nigga, you gonna wait in the back like everybody else. So because I don't have to. Like people think that right. I'm like, no, you don't just get to pull out in front of me. No, because right. if I were to pull out in front of you, you would act a donkey. So I don't. Exactly. I'm not just gonna let you in front of me. Nah, get out of. Because you already acting an asshole, and you're <laughs> the one in the wrong. So he rolls his window down like he wants to say something. So I roll my passenger window down, and he's like, "Why you not gonna let me in? Why you not gonna let me in?" And I said, "Because your ass didn't ask nobody. You just threw your ass out in traffic. Like I'm about to sit here. It's like you're not getting in front." of me i was like the next time wave your hand and say please or do something make some sort of gesture and somebody will let you in i was like you can't just dart your ass in front of people so he was like you stupid bitch he's calling me all kinds of all kinds of everything so you know what i did in my anger because you all know that i'm really like i'm working on this reacting versus responding thing in my anger i said you know what like i'm not going to do anything to this man and then he's calling me bitches and things so i threw my jolly rancher lollipop at his car which happens to be a very hard lollipop and i was really pissed off that i lost my watermelon jolly rancher lollipop because i had to put this man in his place so then he decides that he's gonna punch the side of my car and um i lost my black ass mind on him i found a pack of wendy's kids mill chalk it's like four giant pieces of sidewalk chalk and i proceeded to go full terminator on him with that chalk i threw that chalk like a machine (laughs) gun it was nothing like i couldn't i was darting that chalk so hard at his car i was trying everything in my power i knew the chalk was gonna break as soon as it hit the car but i was determined to throw it as hard as possible until every piece was gone and i did not care that my hands looked like throw up after Sorry, I just piggybacked off your petty piece. <laughs> it's fine, sis. What's yours is mine. And what's mine is yours. We are the same. It's cool. Um, but yeah, those are the petty Oh, I said I was going to read one, didn't I? Let me do it. It's mm, quick. Mm-hmm. This one comes from uh, Latria Garnigan. Latria says, Hi, Jade and Kia. Many blessings to you both. I'd like to submit a petty peeve of mine. A plague on folks who continually burn their popcorn in the break room microwave, (laughs) subjecting the rest of us in the building to that horrid smell for the rest of the day. How impatient are you that you can't wait just a few minutes until your popcorn is ready? We, those of us with more than one brain cell, know not to trust the popcorn button as it will only lead to failure. Please save my nostrils and stop this act of violence. That is all. I really enjoy listening to you ladies each week. You're like my cousins in my head. So happy for all of the success you're both receiving and will receive in the future. Keep up the great work. You're needed, Latria. Thank you, Latria. And girl, yeah, on this popcorn, yes. Oh, yeah. Same with fish. Don't heat up your rancid fish in the break room or the microwave. Oh, those people who warm up fish in the microwave ought to be tarred and feathered, literally. (laughs) Literally. Skilled. Totally. Scaled. Well, that's another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your constant support. I know we keep saying that, but we truly are grateful for that. Make sure that you guys email us. Let us know some of the things that you're grateful for. Tweet us, Getting Grown Pod, on Twitter, 
um, getting grown podcast at gmail.com. You can hit us on the Facebook. You can hit us on the Twitter. You can hit us on the Instagram. So thank you so much again for everybody who's listened. That was not my best patois, but it's fine because I am exhausted. In the meantime, in between time, tell them what to do, sis. So, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening again. Um, everything that Jade said times two, a big old ditto for me. So remember to mind your business, <laughs> drink your water and moisturize on a daily basis because your black will certainly crack. If it's dry, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>